Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the third NRL SC Report Teams Preview for Season 2020. So it's JT here for the third time, again with a guy we had on last time. He's welcome enough back. Semi, Lakey, hey. welcome back. We did enough last time to warrant another invite, so thank yeah. you. Mate, hey, apart from the 48 hours of Newcastle Knights chat that I'm sure people will skip through. Well, and That's it, skippers, you know, straight best. through it. That's it. You As can we said. Skip through to the half hour mark and still hear me talking about it, <laughs> so go for it. The key to these things is like, and I do it for all podcasts. Like one point five speed. Yeah, we're not talking that fast. You got a couple of draws. You got no. North Queensland draw. And here. half the time, you can skip through a minute while I try and figure out what I'm going to say. <laughs> it's all gold. Nonetheless, we are back once again to run through four fresh sets of teams for Supercoach 2020. Uh, so this week we're going to look at the Bulldogs, Sharks, Raiders, and Broncos. Some so, big ones in that. Starting, yeah, starting with there. the Bulldogs. Yeah, mm, a lot of lot of top quality in that side. So I guess without further ado, let's get cracking. Like so we're going to look at these teams, ins and outs for the year, possible round one cheapies if there are any at all, and any injuries that are plaguing them in the off season, and then the guys we consider super coach relevant who we might be and might not be looking at. So I guess we'll start with the easy one. I don't think this will take us as long as Newcastle, but Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. Uh, there's not much going on. Oh, boy. We look, so. we talk trash about the Warriors. and We did. How they we were, did. Uh, their ins and outs weren't ideal. But if you look at this long list of uh, outs, there's the one name that speaks to me, and it's typical of how the dogs had gone, but Reese Martin, top of the list. Gone, man. Gone. Like gone halfway through last year, broke a lot of Supercoach yep. hearts. Killing it in Super League, which is good to see. So I mean, playing playing the game that I guess we all knew he could play, well, but for the, whatever reason, Dean paid it. The talent's there. Just, I don't know, must have been some off, off-field oh, yep. stuff. Maybe he was, you know, popping the coach's daughter or something ah, like that. I don't know where that comes Allegedly. 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 <laughs> and Lakey was never allowed back on the podcast. <laughs> that could have been anything. Could have been anything. Jaywalked or something. And Who knows? Yeah, there we go. But he's headlining that list. <clears throat> New Brown's gone. Danny Fualalo. Francis Tuolau. Uh, Michael Leisha. Ah, Joe Fitz is so he boy. Got, he was resurrected. He got a late contract a couple of years ago, maybe last year, and mm-hmm. so he spared himself another few... Uh, years of pain for Jod the dogs, but he's finally out the door. Um, name on here that I had a bit of interest in this off season for the Cowboys is Connolly Lamello. So fair bit of raps coming through uh, from dog supporters on him. Uh, he's gone up to us. Uh, got a fair bit of chat around him as a possible cheapie during the season, but remains to be seen. But in terms of outs for the Bulldogs, it's not like they've replaced them with a hell of a lot of uh, top line players here mm. so top of my list Joe Stimson yeah handy enough yeah, yeah. but 
what is that make 15th 16th second rower that the dogs have yeah they're I mean they'll probably play him at centre or something like that or hooker who knows or maybe CHN will go back down to centre and he can get another jewel for next year (laughs) (laughs) poor old CHN another Dean Pay unfavourite um the other guy I've got down, Sione Katoa, in brackets, mm, the Panthers, Panthers one. one. Also, yeah. shout out Joe Fitz. We've given you a few the last yeah, couple of pods. Panthers, Sione Katoa. So, the hooking one. So, he comes to the dogs there to clog this utility role as well. Matt Dury, Sebastian Winters Chang, and Dean Britt from the Rabbitohs to yeah. round out the uh, yeah. <laughs> illustrious I, I, off-season a bit signings. Of forward grunt, but hmm. yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty slim pickings. And it's, yeah, I mean, looking at their round one predicted team, it's not as if they've already got a side that's, you know, chock full of, uh, yeah, premium NRL talent. So, yeah, I mean... We, we spoke about ins and outs just now, but, like, their biggest out is Kieran Foran because mm. of the shoulder. And he was, he's the heart of the team and he's gone indefinitely. Yeah, they, I think they said mid-season floated, maybe. Best. But how many injury yeah. comebacks has the poor bloke been on? And I mean, that leaves the likes of Jack Cogger, you know, ex-Knight, and Lachlan Lewis. So Jack Cogger, firmly on my avoid list. Yeah, right fair here. enough. It goes without saying, I would have thought, yep. but stranger things. Um, injuries for the dogs. We mentioned Kieran Four and Marcelo Montoya. Um, mainstay of the centre wing for them last year. He's got a knee complaint, but looks like firming for the trials. So outside of four, and they're doing okay on the injury front there. Opening draw uh, had again one word: okay. Okay, but I, mean, it's I think the dog, that's so. That's been light. I mean, first six games in Sydney, a couple of Parramatta derbies. Yeah, Eels, Cowboys, Tigers, Sharks, Rabbits as their first five. That's up and down. Yeah, up and down, but I mean the Cowboys should be improved. Should be. <laughs> Let's not say yeah, anything definitive can't on go this much podcast. Worse, but but um, I said probably Tigers is the only real winnable game there, and hmm. so yeah. it's not like they've got five games against the Titans in a row. No, yeah, nothing that would no, scream no. out. They we don't need get to, to get play a into sneaky dog into squad matches every week. Yeah, agreed. So. Possible round one cheapies, uh, Sione Katoa, as we no. mentioned, bench hooker at 224k. So I think he probably did the same role at Penrith, and if he's still here at 224k, probably doesn't speak too highly. No, exactly right. Credentials. And um, Jeremy Marshall King's pretty much locked into that number nine to start with, so he'll be running the most of the minutes right there. Yeah, but again, sharing with Katoa, so you're not getting an 80 minute. Play with JMK there. Uh, Renoff Tumunga. Um, he's named on the bench here in NRL.com's predicted side. 244k, uh, not a jewel. He's just a second rower. but yeah, And it's hard to see him cracking the second row as a starter. Yeah, it's quite heavy, as we said. So he would be, at best, a slow-burning cow there. So not a lot at this stage to get excited about for the poor doggies. But I guess just to uh, rush through their Supercoach-relevant players... Um, CHN, so Corey Harawira Naira, <coughs> as you die in the corner. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, it's not doesn't bode well for the poor doggies here. Uh, CHN five hundred fifty eight thousand uh, dollars. Unfortunately, he doesn't retain his centre wing yeah. duel from last season. So, for mine, given all the off field stuff, into more where he was put on the field week to week and uncertainty there. As great as this guy's super coach game is, 
no go for mine. No, I'm the same. There's guys around the same price that are much better options, I think. Yeah, so draw a line through him. Will Hopawati, um, surprisingly decent year last season, given the Dogs' general just lack of attacking flair, especially towards the back end of the season where the Dogs had a bit of a run. He was sort of leading the charge. Yeah, Hopper always seems to be there, just nothing fancy, nothing over no. the top, just solid. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, he's not going to crack. And he puts in a big game. I don't think he cracked a ton or came really close to it last season, but you're getting a guy that averages a base points per game of almost 40. He even got 56 base points last year, I think against the Broncos. So there are some games where he just involves himself very heavily. Um, he's in that center spot, though. So previously mm. at full Cracked one ton. We cracked one ton. I stand corrected. Oh, no, unsurprising. I stand corrected two tons. Ooh, yeah, so he had a one twelve against Newcastle and a one eighteen against Parramatta, both at the back end of the year. Yeah, I mean that surprises me a little bit just because of um you expect that more of a guy that just sort of racks up the tries every now and again, but you're combining a very solid, if not the most solid base stat game of the centre wing, uh, who are purely centres in NRL. Yeah, that's it. He's centers. one of those guys who's who's not really gonna let you down. His lowest score was a thirty two. Mm. Last year, so he's got a really solid floor, especially for a centre wing. Yeah, um, but again, like inexperienced halves and inexperienced dogs, halves, that's it. he's not going to get decent ball, you would imagine, um, enough to, you know, he's got to generate his own stats, Yep. Um, basically. So, tough price, um, but again, if you're after reliable and you're taking risks elsewhere, maybe he's a guy that you look at to shore up your centre wing in the as you yeah, sort of get a feel for the, for the first few rounds. Uh, another one on the list I've got Dallin Watene Zelezniak yeah. so mid-season signing for them last season slotted in straight at fullback which is yeah. a little surprising for mine but he obviously went there for that reason and it looks like he'll stick there again 332k available at centre wing and fullback I don't know if you've looked much at him but a anything you like a liked? little bit he's not a huge scorer he's never been a huge scorer but it was his first year last year scoring under 40 for the season so there's, I mean, it's obviously the dogs. So they're mm. not going to be huge scorers. But. He's not, a, yeah. As a, as a fullback, he's not your creative genius. So <coughs> something Sorry, about folks, the bulldogs. Yeah, something about the dogs. Something about the bulldogs. Just allergic. Maybe it is a sign. They we're talking too much trash, and this is the uh, it's getting to me. Yeah, the cover site. Um, but as you said, for mine, he's, he's just not a spark, creative spark at the back just yet. Whether no. that's him settling and into the side. He's not going to, as I say, it's hard to see him getting that at the door. He seems a runner. He's a, he's a runner. Yeah. I mean, and uh, he's at a very low price for a starting fullback. He's and yeah, available at centre wing. So you can rule him out as your fullback option. I think we've touched on too many in the last pod Correct. to go there. But DWZ is a centre wing at 330k. He's... I mean, he's probably going to be a really high-end cheapy if they don't come in that centre mm. wing spot. So, but that's the only reason I'd be looking at him. Yeah, I mean, given the start to the year, uh, I can't see him going on a tear. That means we're going to miss out and it's all of a sudden going to become unreachable. But uh, I mean, an interesting one. But it remains to be seen. He's never really sparked as a super coach player, no. so he would need to be sort of turning over a new leaf in that sense. But... Uh, so probably not at this stage for mine given hopefully the cheapies we find 
You got anybody else on your? Well, clearly, I'm looking there? at the wrong page because I flicked over and Ryan Pappenhausen's name was the next. Wouldn't oh, they love the that? Dogs could only. Dream I don't of think it. we'd be talking about um, poor old DWZ if that was the case. But uh, that is basically it for me on the dogs. Oh, just one guy that I sort of got my eye on. It's Brendan Wakem. Um, I only played three games last year: twenty-one, fifty. Four and fifty-three, so he's not basement price, but with four and out, he could slot into that six instead of Cogger. Yeah, cool one to watch. <laughs> a third one to watch for the year so far. Wrapping them up. So enough of the doggies. Uh, moving on to Cronulla, so the Sharkies. So they've had a, a bit of off-season movement and a couple of key uh, Fords departing their side, which. Yeah. Open up a bit of the side from a super coach perspective for mine. So, just to start with their outs. So, Jaden Braley, he's gone to you guys. So, yeah. immediately that opens up a spot, as we all know, for Blake, his brother, to retail, to earn the starting spot, starting number nine there. So, last season was the uh, Braley brothers in rotation. This year, it looks like B Braley has got that uh, starting hooking role, which makes him a great cheapie. Kurt Capewell, he has gone to Penrith. So a reliable enough second rower. Um, had his day in Supercoach every oh, now and again. Mm-hmm. He can pull out some miracle score. Yeah, he's usually good by cover. but Yep. Sasaya Fecky uh, departs, I believe, to Super League. Um, so he was always sort of floating in that side, reliable mm-hmm. enough again. He's now gone. Uh, Kyle Flanagan. Big signing by the Roosters, the Roosters so feeling Mr. Croc. Yeah, so massive raps on the kid, and um, he killed it when he came into the Shark side last season. So Roosters obviously saw a lot of good things in the young kid there. So could be a tough loss for the Sharks if you know, one of uh, Johnson or Townsend was to go down injured. But yeah, and it's not like Johnson's the most. Yeah, uh, he's not uh, Mr. Health personified, yeah. but. And then in the forwards, in terms of the outs, so Paul Gallen and Matt Pryor retiring yeah. at the end of last season. So it leaves a bit a of a hole of in there. games and minutes in that. A lot of experience now sidelined. And Arva Siu Manafangai has uh, departed the Sharks bench, I think, to Super League as well, I'll just assume. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, in terms of the super coach relevant ones there, it's definitely Braley, Gallon, and Pryor departures. And we'll get into how that affects some of the existing players. But in terms of the ins, there's not a great deal here. Cam King, he mm. reached out through Twitter. I yeah, think, he was on the Crusade all last year, tweeting at everybody yep. that would listen, I think. Mm. Finally jagged a team. Good for him. Oh, that's it. Nice to see. Uh, he likely come in as a bench utility or bench hooker. Uh, Jesse Ramian. So, short stay at the Knights, short, probably unsuccessful stay, I would say, by your face. Uh, yep. He's now back in the uh, Sharkies' centre wing line. Uh, Kyle Patterson, Caleb Milne and Connor Tracy from the Rabbitohs are rounding out their ins on that list there. So, uh, yeah, in terms so of ins, it's they've really... got a pretty you know, solid 17 already, so the, yep. the ins aren't going to affect them too much. No, so getting on to their opening draw, uh, one word, tough for mine. Yep. Interestingly, and for some reason I'd glossed over this, but you home stadium at Cogra, so sharing it with the Dragons. Oh, so interesting, I yeah. Picked that either. There you I go. I believe that the existing stadium and precinct are getting uh, renoed. So a long, probably a long time coming. But they'll be playing their home games this season down at Cogra. There you so go. I'm not sure how exactly that will play so out. Twenty-four for them. away games for them. 
that's exactly right. Um, so yeah, we'll see. A few Dragons fans come down to heckle like we do the Broncos, but yeah. We'll see. Uh, so they're playing their home games there, and they've also got the Rabbitohs, Storm, and Roosters in the first five rounds. So definite litmus test for the Sharkies, and tough stretch to start. Yeah, and say in round six up here against Brisbane, and then back down to play Manly. So real mm. tough start for the boys. Yeah. Uh, injuries for them. It looks like the only one I could see. Bronson Sherry uh, had a bit of shoulder issue last year. He's had a Rico. Another shoulder Rico. Another shoulder Rico. And uh, he's apparently resumed contact work in January and firming for round one. So As possible... long as his legs are okay, he's... he's yeah, I don't think he's uh, yeah, going to be doing too much grunt work in... On the tackling bags, but we'll see. So, interesting one there. Uh, possible round one cheapies. I've got a couple here. I'm sure you've had this name as well, Blake Braley. Yeah. Touched on him. I don't think we need too much We don't more. need to talk about it. He's got the number nine. Yep. Yep. He's aiming for 80 minutes too. Yeah, that would be huge. Out of his own mouth. just needs to make sure a guy like Cam King doesn't sneak a spot, but potential to play big minutes, which would be huge from a super coach perspective. Mm-hmm. Other name I've got here, Billy Magulias. So yeah, Gallon's so replacement, as he's been touted for a couple of years couple now. A couple of years, but looks at first instance like Jack Williams is going to steal that lock spot and Magulias will be off the bench. Mm. So Magulias is 220k, so he's about 170k cheaper than Jack Williams. So. Yeah, and I really hope it's Magulias that's starting. Yeah, I mean, fingers crossed for trials and that sort of thing. That's where these sort of 50-50, if that's what you can say, this battle yep. is, comes down to. So Yeah, it's not locked in by him. any means, but yeah, so fingers crossed. Even you know, failing that he gets that number 13 spot at that sort of 200k price, um, plenty of room to grow if he can get sort of a, a more than 30 minutes, but that can be tough. tough not, uh, hey, we only need him for like, what, six or seven rounds. Put him in the starting 13 for six rounds, jack his price up, and we can trade him out when he hits the bench. That sounds good to me. Why don't NRL coaches listen to us? Oh, I don't understand it. Sure, it'd be so much simpler. <laughs> yeah, good. That is the, they're the only two I had on my list. I don't know if you had any uh, other sneaky one ones. One more, Toby, Toby Rudolph, potential benchy. Sure. He's coming yeah. in at 172. Um, he's just simply going to be that, a benchy, but you know he could occupy the last spot on your second row bench. Yeah, I mean, if he's 170k, then yeah, lock him in for whatever minutes he can he can conjure up. Uh, some of the Supercoach relevant players, and there's quite a few of them this season for the Sharks. Um, big one for mine, big name, SJ, Sean Johnson. Yeah, in my team at the moment. In your team, fair. He's 586k and dual half. 5'8", which sets him apart from the likes of Moses and um, Cam Munster, who are locked into their respective positions. So gives you a lot of room to move. Yeah. And he's at a yeah, reasonable price there. 580k is not... Well, a bit under for what he can do. He's priced at, uh, what did he average last year? I think he was upwards of 60 Something by the like end. That. He had a yeah, couple of big games. He, um, he started the year playing six of the first seven Sharks games and only averaged 48 um, in round seven, he scored that five when he got hurt. Yep. Uh, was he so, hurt or was he benched? Was that no, the game he got he hurt, benched? came back and got benched early yep. against Brisbane after 77 minutes. <laughs> he got so he, he had another shocker. But from that game, he scored 80 points per game to the end of the year. Mm. So really hit his straps from there. Um, so if he can carry that across, he's yeah, he's locked, just about locked into my team. 
Goal kicker as well. Goal kicker. Um, that's worth its weight in gold sometimes in Supercoach. So definitely a reliable enough option. I, mean, I can't see too much downside. Uh, he's had the combination health. now. Health is the only well, health, downside. Well, health, yes. Yeah. I mean, he's, from all reports, had a reasonably incident-free off-season and freshened up a little bit. Touch wood, eh? We don't Touch wood, yeah. It's so early, but um, where he is now. Um, Moylan at the back there, Townsend... Johnson combination, they've played a fair bit together, so there won't be any, you wouldn't imagine, teething problems. No. So for mine, he's at such a good price, and that flexibility is vital. So and you got easy. the Jerome Lewis and the George Williams, they're both jewels as well on the mm. bench, so if something does happen, you can switch them around. And as we say, that I just Nathan Cleary's name popped in to the head. A halfback only, so you're sort of um, juggling him there with the Moses, but... We'll see. So, yeah, yeah. a lot of good options there, but SJ is probably with that flexibility got the inside running for mine. Uh, one of everyone's favourites, Andrew Fafita. Yeah, he's he had a down year. He had a you know really down year mm. by his own standards. But the thing with Fifi is, we've always said he's a gun when Gallant's not in the side, and now it's permanent. Yeah, Gallant's he has not to. There. He's taking charge of this yeah. front row and. Without Gallon and without Pryor, he is head and shoulders the lead guy there. And Arva. Arva's here, Manifongo. Uh, true. Opens it up. But yeah, so he's 554k, which is well under where he's been in the past. He's, I think, breached 700, mm. someone on some of his huge tears that he goes on. It big issue with him last year was his hamstring. Yeah, so, so he's always strapped up. He's His just always looks all like, strapped and, and sometimes yeah. he just doesn't seem to phase him, and he doesn't obviously take a lot of minutes to get through the work yeah. he does. And well, you he don't need him across anymore. the field and puts a you know a big palm into guys' chests and gets tackle break oh, stats. Like, yeah, fifteen twenty points in the one run if he slips a handy offload away. But that's that's what he can do. The mm-hmm. key with him, obviously, is if he can lock in those decent chunks of minutes. And that's always just the question mark with him. I think it's a purely injury-based one. Um, what it sounds like, it's that hamstring niggle that he's going to carry for the you know, rest of his career, that's basically, it. and that's the risk that you're taking. But at such a good price, and almost 200k less than a guy like Payne Haas. Well, that's it. Everyone's locking in Payne Haas, and rightly so for what he can do. But yeah, you want to save some money for feed as a great option. Mm. So he's, I wouldn't say cut price, but definitely bankable there. Uh, talked a little bit about Bronson Sherry. He's coming into the year a little bit off his, um, uh, coming off that shoulder, Rico. So a few question marks around him. Obviously had the massive debut year last season yeah. and killed it. I think he once he made it into the side, he he, he just looked it. he just looked absolutely at home. So uh, he's a guy that was tearing defense apart at the center position, and it's such a tough position to play as a, as a young guy and do that well so yeah always the option or possibility of a second year syndrome kind of thing but can you see anything but speed doesn't go away no not at not at his age and all he's got to do is catch a ball and run rings around guys so if he can keep doing that then he's gonna be fine mm. but in saying that like i always find it hard to pick a second year guy knowing that i got him for 120k oh, last year that's the thing you look at some of these names yeah, it's, and... and it's a, a something i've got to get over but yeah it's let's say i don't think i'll be taking a run with him this year no i mean for that price we talked about a couple of guys last pod so sivo mamalo yeah. even Adokar. 
Um, those sort of guys that are hovering around that price tag, but they're sort of genuine try-scoring wingers. Whereas Sherry, we know he can do it, but I guess it's less likely. You need a little yeah, bit more yeah. base to lift him up, um, especially at that price tag and a few question marks about his health. So for mine, he'd be a definite pod. He would be a huge wouldn't like to be pod. coming up against him in a head-to-head Sunday afternoon game. Or no, something well, that's like right. If, if you're 100 points up and they've got... Bronson Sherry looking oh. at you from the other side. You're, you're nervous. Loved a day game, but for mine, that price tag and it's just putting me off him, especially that tough start to the year as well. So, Sherry for mine is a bit of a no at this stage. Uh, Britton Nakora, yeah, pretty much in the same boat same in terms boat, of rookie but last year. The positive I have on Nakora is he plays on SJ's side and SJ yep. just creates a lot for him and he just loves an attacking stat. Too. So he'll put in the work and he'll jag a try here and there. And if SJ is playing, as we just said, if he's playing up, then Nakora's yep. going to be playing up. And it's, uh, last season, Nakora didn't get through a lot of grunt work. So he wasn't like there were games where he would be sitting. He'd go missing a bit. He'd be sat on like 25, if that, 30, yeah. at like the 65th minute mark. And then out of nowhere would get put over the line by SJ. Yep. Bump his score up to 60 or 70, save owners for another week. And the the positive of last year was he was in the centre wing. That's exactly right. This uh, year, this year just second row. Second row. There's a lot of names like that. Well, yeah, last year was the positioning that was so another crucial. huge one in the next team that we talk about. Mm. Yeah. So for mine, he's 558k. He's like a kick out in that you're relying on these attacking stats, and when they do dry up, he'll go missing. Yeah. He'll hit you at 30 thereabouts, despite being an 80 minute player. Um, so again, falling back on the tough draw, that rules him out for mine. Yeah, and I was looking around the same price range. If you know, if Angus Crichton can jag a starting spot, he's 20, 30k cheaper. Mm. And you'd go with Crichton. Yep, I think any day, especially in that Roosters side. Uh, next one I've got on my list, we spoke about him a bit earlier, but Jack Williams. So fighting it out with uh, yeah. Magulias for that starting lock spot. So he's in that very awkward price range at 400k. So he actually played 22 games last year, which I was quite surprised yeah, at. I think, off the bench? Uh, tw- oh, sorry, 23 games, 22 off the bench. There you go. So he definitely has been eased into first grade and um, looks like he's bided his time quite well. So it looks like he's got the inside running based on what we're reading now. If, it's, if he does find himself there named at 13... Even at that, that 400k price tag, and knowing that he's going to split that time with what could be a four forward bench, yep. uh, doesn't tell me he's got a lot of upside. No, not huge. Um, but I guess it's at 400, it's not too much of a jump to go up to a guy or down to. Yeah. So it's, oh. in, it's round one teams are going to be the real clincher, but it's um, it's not the worst starting spot I don't think you mm-hmm. much prefer Magulius much prefer him but if if Williams is the, gets the nod then I think you can pick worse guys yep and just to this is going to turn into a Sione Katoa scenario I can yep. just see it so as we might have alluded to the earlier same thing down here. <laughs> so I think it was just maybe today or just in the last week or so the Sharks have signed another Jack Williams yes so he's referred to as Jack A. Williams in the game. He's this 170k centre wing. 
I think purely a depth signing, so I doubt we'll see two we Jack Williams. See him at all. But if you are seeing, you're doing your round one side and you see Jack Williams named at 13, he's the more expensive pick one. Pick the right one. Just pick the right one. Don't uh, get the old Go to the second row up. and pick that one. Yeah, and I'm sure it'll happen. It does. It happens um, every year. Someone does it. It'll probably be me and out we've spoken about. Yeah, it. who knows? But yeah, Jack Williams for mine, I can't see too much I like there. So fingers crossed, Magulius gets that starting 13 spot and then that just means one less position to think about yep uh i've got a name here on my list i'm not sure if you'll have it but if you had anyone else outside those guys uh well ramian we haven't spoken to ramian i didn't think you'd want to i don't really (laughs) but um 45 average last year after a 53 at the sharks from his rookie year and he's playing on sj's side yep so there's some upside there um again that funny price 420 How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Not a, I would say, noted try scorer either, or attacking stat beast. He, um, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to start with him. Just There's potential there for him to gain a few dollars. Well, I feel like with him, you know, you get some players that are just, you know, they're easy on the eye in terms of an NRL perspective and they're you know, always going to be in the first grade side and they're quality enough in what they do, maybe not when they put a Knights jersey on. No, well, it's hard to score points when you're watching your fullback <laughs> run away from you. That's a fair call. But a guy like Jesse Ramian seems to me like one of those guys who'd be a great NRL player, a good NRL player, doesn't translate into super coach. Yeah. So he does a few handy things the out there. Darren of the world. If I was oof, in my bloody nappies when Darren Lockie was super yeah. coach relevant, surely. I don't I remember think he was ever days. super coach relevant. That's my point. But yeah, so for mine, yeah, wouldn't be touching a guy like Jesse Raymond at that price. Fair call. Cool. Uh, a guy that I did as I was looking through the Sharks lineup, and especially with those outs that we talked about. Yeah, so I think the I know where pack, you're going. Yep. Big Aaron Woods. Sharon. <laughs> Sharon. At least got a better haircut than he started last year with. But 450k. So I'm tempted, to be honest with well, you. Well, the more I look at him, the more yeah. I start to think, if anyone's to benefit, in addition to like a guy like Fafita off 
a pretty inexperienced forward pack now. It's Sharon. Yeah, definitely. Front row only, so sort of hamstrung in that regard. But last year he only averaged 45 minutes for Cronulla and was mostly off the bench. Yep. So he had a role there. He came on and did his job, but he had guys like Gallen Pryor. That's it. Sharon with Pryor, they pretty much split the time down the middle. Um, Yeah. But he still knocked over a, a one PPM, which is pretty much what he does year after year. Yep. And he can throw an offload, and saw so at the Tigers, he was probably more on more an attacking forward than others in his sort of class. He, well, looking back at his Tigers years, his lowest average from the six years prior to joining the Sharks was fifty nine. Yeah, that's it. He we know where he can go. So he's currently priced at a forty eight yeah. average. So ten points um, from a guy that churns through the work. He's nothing flashy, almost like an Aiden Tolman. Yep. So when you he invariably has a bit of a lull during the year and then they'll, out of necessity, have to play him for 80-odd minutes or thereabouts. That's when you jump on a guy like Tolman. For me, that's where Aaron Woods is at right now. So it's only upside that I can see there. Worst-case scenario, though, the young guys get more of a share. Yeah, well, as I say, Sharon's not getting any younger. No, he's not. And as I say, so there's every likelihood that they keep playing him at 45 minutes. And he keeps rocking around the same 40, 48 to 50 average. But, you know, if he ups his minutes by even five or so, you're going to earn some cash. You can make money. You can play him safely, I would say, if he's, you know, pushing out 50-plus. He's he's kind of a good um, second front row. I wouldn't be, you know, making him the mainstay of the position. You need to make those sort of buys at this stage. He's definitely not... You're not going to have an Aaron Woods in your side at round 25. But no. Anyway. This stage of the year, yeah, shockingly, he's one I've found uh, that I might be going with. So we'll see where that ends. Trials again. Trials. Great, we always say it, trials. If he looks great at the nines, right? Oh, yeah. I reckon he would. He's got an offload in him. <laughs> Big Shaz. Now, that does me for Cronulla. I think I'm done too there. Canberra Raiders. The oh, That was a tough watch... Follow, supporting the Raiders in that grand final last season. That would have been brutal. Oh. I mean, I, I think everybody who wasn't going for the Roosters was going for the Raiders. Mm. And, yeah, it was just hard to watch. Yeah, I mean, everything that went against them and all you can do is hope that as a side, it you know, would gel them together more than you know, tear them apart. Like, how close did we just get? And, uh Checkered off season though. Yeah, unfortunately, that's putting it nicely. That all starts with the uh, ins and outs. So I might let you. I know you're champing at the bit to uh, get onto a certain centre, but um, let you take the reins. I I messaged JT during the week and just said I cannot wait (laughs) to get into the pod and um, talk about Curtis Scott. What a (laughs) moment! What is he doing? I mean, we've all had big Australia days, but that was next level. There's He's someone well. I read someone put up a thing about Australia Day just seems to be the new Mad Monday for, yeah, for NRL players. Yeah, Mitchell Pearce and Benny Barber. If it's not Bali, year. it's Australia Day. <laughs> Honestly, just don't go outside. Just oh, If you're an NRL coach, you want to drinks with them mates. And just, uh, we won't go into exactly what he did because I think we all Shall know we all? that. But yeah, I mean, one, one hilarious one today was that they couldn't get in touch with him. Raiders officials couldn't get in touch with him because he's hurled his phone at passing, passing cars. <laughs> oh, Brutal. NRL never change. No, it is, it's great. And we spoke a bit earlier, just you and I off off air. Um, but like he's that kind of guy. It was only last year, the year before, he you know put his fist through Decked. John Walker's face. Yep. 
And so he was out for a while with that one. So it's just you can't say you're really surprised. But, no, I, but the, no, thing the Raiders is he, are probably the only surprise. Oh, he came out and said, I want to get away from the you know, fishbowl, whatever it is, of Sydney and the you know, bright lights there. And that's why I'm going to Canberra. I've got my head screwed on. Couldn't even make it through to the first trial. Mate, if he wanted to stay out of the lights, he should have stayed in Melbourne. I mean, that's if he it. doesn't play AFL, no one knew his name. No, he might as well be any any bloke down there. But uh, he was a big signing for them, particularly the outs that they've got. Yep, and he may be an out himself. Um, the other outs, huge ones, uh, Leipana, both of them, yeah. gone. One's over in Japanese rugby, and the other one's at the Tigers now, joined his baby bro. Um, Caesars overseas, didn't get re-signed. Ata Hinganu. He's up to, I think he's either the Blackhawks or the Pride, one of the Cowboys for the team. There you go. I've got Mackay Cutters here. Oh, there you go. One of the three. One of the three. He's playing somewhere. Um, Brad Abbey, Royce Hunt, and Ruben Porter all remain unsigned. Um, Just had a bit of uh, some (laughs) live text from one of our loyal listeners here. Huge Bill, Darren Shockey up. Oh, here we go. One of our good mates. Question from the floor to round out the show. Who is the shortest odds to be the next to get in trouble in the off-season? And why is it BJ Leilua? <laughs> so, <laughs> thought on the topic of uh, BJ and, and Curtis Scott. So, interesting question. And that's the beauty of the NRL off-season. Well, so you, it's you, been relatively scandal-free to this point. So, we're all just waiting for the penny to drop and something. To get, oh, and, that's Curtis Scott's, and it's never far away. It isn't. It's not Unfortunately, as, as much as we'd like just... All the focus to be on the footy. Sometimes you need this sort of stuff to get yeah. through the days of the long off season. And let's say it was only was it last year there was all the WhatsApp messages and the Benny Barbers and oh, was it the Dylan Napa Dylan puppy Napa as well? Big puppy. So yeah, it's it's coming. Mm, let's say it's been quiet it. and it is coming. So hopefully, all it is is some breakout stars in the nines and the all stars yeah, coming well, up. But. Mate, d- Write in questions for the listeners. <laughs> Who's the next? <laughs> Put your comments. It's Joseph Layla. <laughs> uh, fingers crossed, touch wood, all good there. Um, so we talked about Curtis Scott. He's in the in yeah, column, could be in the, the out end, column. So, well, Seems very unlikely he'll. Yeah, that's it. The other nature. big in is Georgie Williams, Wigan Warriors. He's you know, rated one of the best halfbacks of that competition and doesn't mean he's going to succeed here. As mm. we know how Poms are a hit and miss, but, you know, he's well, a big Outside end. the forwards. Outside, outside the, backs, the forwards. Sam and... Tompkins and all the, yeah. all the um, ilk, but out goes Caesar, in goes Georgie Williams. Yeah, good replacement, I think. Tom mm. Starling is in and uh, Harley Smith-Shields, who I've got to talk about a bit later, was upgraded from a development contract. Mm. So, yeah. Opening draw. Good, I've got down. Good, very good. Three out of the four games at Canberra. First three against bottom eight from last year. Titans at Warriors and versus Dragons. That's the first three. They could get off to a flyer. Yeah, just keep their heads on and focus on the footy. And that, if you look one to seventeen, that's a side that should be in the finals. Oh, they'll make the finals. They've got to. It'll be very, very unlucky not to. But. you know, if the, can they go as deep as they did last year? Um, mm. Who knows? Well, they've got definitely got motivation now. Yep. Uh, injuries for them, as we said, Curtis Scott's not an injury, but more just a brain fade, I would imagine. Yeah, um, he might have a brain injury. Speaking of brain fades, Hudson Young 
the old suspension. Yeah, he's out until round six. Is the gouger. Eye gouge? The gouger, yeah. yeah. Pete Offender. So not a great start to his young career, but he'll be back round six. Uh, round one cheapies. So you did touch on a guy. Yeah. HS, Georgie Williams. Well, oh, George, well okay. Georgie Williams. I didn't have him as a cheapie. But well, I mean, in that halves area, he's sure. he's 333k. So it's probably... And he's basically locked in a, to a spot. So it's cheapy-esque. It's, it's not like he's you know, in unfamiliar territory. I think half this side is basically the English... Um, one to seventeen, so yeah, well, he's definitely got some familiar mate, faces. Canberra in the winter—it's like living at home. Mm. No, it's an absolute avalanche of them at the moment. But yeah, well, the thing with George Williams is, and just mentioned before, it's it's such a step up coming from Super League to yeah. the NRL. And I think I saw one of the um, a, a tweet during the week that if you convert his stats in the Super League to Super Coach, he was averaging like seventy-five a game. Oof. Uh, yeah. Not going to do that here. So it's basically playing the Titans every week. Every week, he is he's Cameron Munster playing the Titans every week. Um, but one thing you won't have going for him here is the goal kicking. Croker's got that down pat, but you know he'll be second choice as Caesar okay. was. Interesting to guy I've got down on the relevance to talk through a little bit later. But Jack Whiten obviously came into his own at he the back end of last season. Yeah, All of a sudden, he's taken the reins of this side and. Um, Everything's sort of going through him. So interesting to see how they balance that combination out. Well, he's the more that er- erratic runner. Um, game run, breaker. Run first, yeah. game breaker. Yeah. So if you have... But the thing is, they had that combination, him and Caesar, yeah. And Caesar was as irrelevant as they come super coach. Yeah. did his job. That's the worry for mine with George Williams is that he falls into that trap. He puts the kicks in. He yeah, shovels the ball happen. on as, it, as needed. Absolutely, it could happen. And, and the, for 330k, I, just I mean, there's think, not that many cut prices. We're not going to get the basement yeah, rookies sure. in that spot. And so if you, you got to fill it out somehow, I'd almost rather lock in the likes of Cleary, Moses, just absolutely stack just go full that, gun. stack that half spot, leave nothing to chance because you know those guys are going to deliver more often than not, and let other people worry about whether George Williams is going to churn out 75 point games <laughs> here. But for all, like I had, I got John Bateman wrong last season. Same sort of story. So you it's coming start from... with Bateman. You start with Luke Bateman. Is that... <laughs> Close enough. Um, no, I, I missed the train initially with Bateman. Had to jump on at a slightly or more than slightly Inflated. increased price. He was similar. I think he was four hundred k on dot. Mm-hmm. So and yet, the fact that he still managed to start like a house on fire. Um, yeah, I don't know that we'll ever see something like that in the near future based on what we're seeing Supercoach Well, I say, I, we can't expect Williams to follow that. It's completely different. No, position. Position yeah. and game style. So, But if he can earn 50k or so. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, especially if he's you know, playmaking half, as you say, he's got the t- yeah, potential to put out a few 60-plus point games. Yeah, only needs a couple so early on. That's his, at that up. price, exactly right. Uh, in terms of a possible replacement for Curtis Scott, mm-hmm. pending any uh, follow-up to his Australia Day shenanigans, so the likeliest of them all looks to be Michael Oldfield slotting yeah. in at the wing and pushing Nick Kotrick to centre, where he played a bit last season. A couple, though, that are on the radar, um, and speaking of our friend, as we mentioned before, Darren Shockier, huge bill. He uh, has a, some inside mail at the Raiders. We won't name names, but uh, a couple of big raps on a guy you mentioned, Harley Smith Shields. 
and also Semi Valamai. It's a Fijian flyer that the Storm were looking to tie down for a while. Both bottom dollar, $172,000 cheapies. So I hadn't heard about the Semi, but it should have, namesake and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, that'd be great. One of those guys can jag the spot. That'd be just a gift from the Supercoach gods. Mm. So, I mean, it's a safe play for a guy like Oldfield, reliable as they come. Yep. Slot him in there, but... Yeah, it'd be absolute gold if we could get. What do you got to lose? Although, now that I'm thinking about it, that's got Simonson vibes written all oh, over it. Even Simonson earned some money though. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> post round one when I binned him, and yeah. he came back in. Yeah, post buy and killed it. But so in, on your on your uh, Simonson stars scale. Yeah, well, we're replacing them. We've got to replace that. Yeah, go on. I was trying to think who... I did have an idea for it last season. It's escaped me now, but obviously can't kick with the Simonson stars. Yeah. So we'll brainstorm. Yeah, there was someone threw out a good one last season. I'll have to think about it on the next pod, but... Uh, Any suggestions, put in the comments. Let us know. That's referring to my Monday round wrap uh, star scale system. So just the cheapies of the round and how they fared. And so last season, given um, when Joe Fitz used to do it, who was his... He had uh, uh, the young warriors bloke, uh, John Palavi, the Palavi scale. So second row cheapy played one game for the Warriors in and out. Yep. And ever since then, <clears throat> Bailey Simonson there. emulated that to some extent last season, one game and out. So see who that is going to be this year. I look forward to it. Whoever it's going to be, I'm he'll be sure. in my team. Oh, I was going to say mm. without a doubt. Yep. That's why we love him. Um, so that's probably it in terms of cheapies. As we look through the rest of their side, it's pretty much what they had last season. A um, bit of shake-up in that centre spot, but the forward pack looks settled. Uh, yeah. Papali, Bateman, Whitehead, Tarpane, you know, Wenin's boy. Yeah, he'll yeah, probably and get sucked in at some stage. The sure. maniac, the maniac ranger on the bench, Corey Horsburgh. Um, NRL.com's got Sam Williams in there. There's a bit of a utility. A utility. I'd love to know okay. from Raiders fans... Even Josh Hodgson can easily push out 80 minutes, whether that's a genuine thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd put Havili in yep. as a more can traditional. Slot in at second row, which he did yeah. with Tarpane last season. But who knows? Yeah, interesting times there. Trials again. Uh, so, super coach relevant players. Um, few of them here, nothing like crazy, like, say, the Sharks or Eels. John Bateman, I guess he's. Uh, familiar face second row only this year yeah and at 668k what's your read um expensive i mean as you just said he's what 270k more than he was yeah but yeah you look at his um he, he scored 14 40 total points last year and went under 50 once which was a 49 mm. um in games that he didn't get hurt um and he only had four tries and four try assists all year. Yeah. So he was just churning out stats for fun. Offloads. Offloads. Line offloads breaks, line breaks. Line breaks assists, yep. and yeah, he was just putting... So I almost missed a super coach. Yeah, If you were to put perfect. that tag on anyone, that's a guy, 80-minute game, um, just loves getting his hand on the footy and... Yep. Getting that side around the park. So, so for me, we spoke about it uh, on the last pod about uh, Ryan Madison, and I said he was almost a lock in my team. Yep. Bateman is the man that's competing with him. 
Oh, see, Bateman wins it out there for me just on guaranteed minutes. Okay. So I think I can't see Bateman regressing to a bench player. Imagine trying to take him off. Like oh, he, yeah. He, he wouldn't cop it. Just yeah. ignore him. That's exactly right. So he's almost locked into that 80-minute side. He's been in the Raiders' side for a year now. Maddo's coming to a new one. Yep. So in terms of the pros list, Beatty, Bait Guns got it for Bait Mullen. Guns. And... He's gaining extra points with his Twitter work. He's responded to Tommy Sangster on Twitter for his avoid and uh, given him a serve. Love it. In his English accent. In his English. No one can quite understand it. but um, It's it's appreciated and it's hilarious. You love it. It's almost like a a current NRL player champing. Poor Tommy. Got him. You know you've made it then at least. Uh, So yeah, for mine, Bateman's as safe as they come. Second row, the only thing is that price tag. It is big. but as It's almost as, like you build a team around him. I, yeah. Although, I'm looking at a guy like Jason Talmalolo. Like, well, you're obviously looking at Talmalolo. Yeah, obviously, and um, that's already 700k chewed up in your second row. So, yeah, you're saving money by going to Bateman. Yeah, well, that's it. And, yeah, I mean, for the sake of an extra 60k and guaranteed 80 minutes, maybe that'll sway some. Over Lolo, but I've obviously got the blue and grey glasses on, so always in my side. But yeah, Bateman is number two, number two uh, as far as cost goes in the Mm. second row. He's so he's right up there. There you go. Um, Just going to read a name out. Probably won't. He's been a stalwart of Supercoach for quite a while now. Um, Had a decent enough year last season. Goal kicking centre wing Jared Croker, four ninety five k. He's just consistent. He's always around there. and the thing that's been hurting him lately is the brilliance of Leipana on the other side of the field. The Raiders oh, they tend... don't want to go down his edge. Hey? No, they've always been going to the right. To and you know it, it doesn't hurt that Rapana comes in field so much and, and took a lot of the dummy half runs, but um, that's not there this year. So they might look to go back out to old captain reliable. Mm. So I mean, four ninety five k. We talked about a few other guys like Mamalo and Adokar, Sivo. He's at par with Adokar, but you know, sixty k cheaper than yeah. And, than those and guys. say I'd probably go with the savings. You just know what you're going to get from Croker. Goal kicking as well. Goal kicking. I mean, for mine, he's going to hover around. He can go up to six hundred k. He can go down to four hundred, depending on how he goes. But you know, he's always just going to end up. That will end up just, back at five hundred. Yeah, and I mean, settling such a lottery sometimes. So yeah. whether you go with. So mix him in with a guy like you know, Mamalo, Sivo, yeah. try-scoring gun, and Jared Croker is your reliable enough goal. Thing, if, you, if you're going to start the year with your four or five or six cheapies and you're yeah. going to have to play one or two of them and, and take the gamble, mm. you, having a Croker there who's just a reliable 50 points, you yeah. know, it's it's a it's a way to keep your score ticking over mm. while the, the cheapies will go... You know, for donuts. Yeah, you just got to ride out the occasional low score, but it's center wing. Sometimes you just got to bite that bullet. Uh, an interesting one I had on my list: Bailey Simonson. So we talked about him as last year's um, cheapy that never quite was, but eventually was. Uh, 357k center wing fullback duel. Uh, yeah. Looks like he's now, especially with this whole saga with Paul Carter Scott, he's got the. Uh, Pretty much locked into starting, the left wing. Starting wing spot. Outside of Croker. So. Can play at centre as well if they maybe decide to shuffle it around that way. But um, we just talked about price savings, but you're getting 140k on Jared Croker there. Yeah, uh, true. 
Collett's playing in a very similar sort of role without the goal kicking. But any love for Simo there? An inflated uh, price. Tag. Inflated price. I don't know. He's just still raw for mine, and he. Mm. I mean, he's. You, your rating scale is named after him for a reason. So. Not for long. Not for someone long. will come around. Um, but at the same price, I'd be looking at Kotrick on the other side of the field. Three sixty four. Well, I didn't even have that name down. Like, he was definitely one when he moved to centre, especially last middle of last season. We all thought of all of a sudden. Well, Basel. everyone was drooling <clears> over <throat> him. But never quite kicked off. Didn't. But, but he, he might he be averaged thirty nine after. Um, after averaging 49 from the 24 games of 2017-2018. So hmm. he's down 10 points on what he usually does, which is what, yeah. like 80K, 100K? Yeah, and it has a great super coach game when he's running the ball when as well. And now that Rapana's gone, they need that guy making the big meters out of... And I've got down here, to... he'll be playing outside of Scott, or will he? <laughs> <laughs> you can... But, uh, yeah, right. it's just... It's it's he's going to be the focal point on that right hand side of the field now I think and he'll um I think he'll at least bump price at mm. least hard not to see the only issue with him there as well as he's now the incumbent for the Blues Origin side so True. looking like he might he'll miss those all important buy rounds if he holds that well, spot he's already got the round twelve buy so you won't be missing there then mm. you can you know if he's earned money leading up to that you can replace him with mm. someone who will be playing. Great name. So, yeah, again, he's cut price. I'm surprised at that, actually. So, Kotrick definitely won. I'm adding on to my penciled list you here. You want the pen? <laughs> I do not want the pen just yet. Get the red ink out Get after round one. Right, we'll see. Um, I think we did mention Jack Whiten briefly. 497k, 5'8 only. Um, 40% of his games over the last two seasons have been 60 points plus, and 46% in 2018. He's... Not quite rocks and diamonds, but definitely becoming more relevant as a super coach player. It was another guy we spoke about at last party. Another guy with a career year. Um, yeah, again, we're talking about all these guys on the up. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it with potentials. And so he did have a big year, but just looking into it, he only averaged fifty three for the year. Mm. Um, had quite a few games at you know 40s or under so yeah there's potential there for him to really take this team by the, the horns and mm. and you know run it back into the finals so if he can keep that because he killed that grand final he had a great yeah. game um and leading up to it he was big in the finals for the Raiders so he keeps that form up yeah there's definitely some upside in him mm. Yeah, tricky price, especially we're doing it all on what could be and new halves combination. And as you said, 5-8 only, so that yep. that hurts a bit. And especially some of the log jam we've talked about in there. So he's absolute ultra-pod territory, but I'm sure he will have Someone his... Someone will have him. He'll, uh, he'll definitely have his um, owners after the way he finished last season. So yep. we'll see how he fares. Uh, does me for the Raiders. Um, Josh Papali for mine. Oh, yeah. 606k, average 65, um, which is right around what he sort of averages. He's, he's been on at least 56 since 2002 and at least 63 since 2016. Um, but he finished last year on a 10-game tear of 76. I reckon he would have scored a try in a try game. every he game. He was dominant. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So, I mean, so, uh, to top me, end, you've top still end got to look at that. And you've got to factor that in. Yeah. It's always, 
But then people are, uh, and we'll talk about this again in a minute, but people are locking in Payne Haas. He pretty much did the same thing. So I wouldn't say to the same extent in terms of try scoring, but definitely the inflated attacking stats. Attacking stats, yeah. And uh, yeah, he's, what, first or second year yeah. into it last season, whereas Papali's been around the traps. Um, they def- high, definitely upped price. his yeah, top price for this guy, so there's not much upside there, but I don't think he's going to let you down too much either. No, I mean, it's, it's a clogged forward pack as and well. It, it. If you want to save yourself a 100-something K from a pain house, he's probably one of the names I'd be looking at. Yep, good super coach game. Interested to see again if this Sam Williams thing is a go or what the whether Hodgson might be rested at some point during the, and that, the yeah, game. Yeah, that's the other side of it. Papali is traditionally a second rower or a lock, so he's got big minutes in him. Mm. So, interested to see what the makeup of the side is there for Papali's sake, but that price. Big, looking big price. Um, anything else? Nah, that's good. So, our favourites. Yeah, everyone's favourites. Everyone's favourites. The mighty Brisbane Broncos. Yeah, yeah you skip this one? <laughs> we were saying, like, off, off air that it's actually a tough time when you're going through and seeing, oh, they've actually got... They've got super coach They've got a few players. handy it's, players. Yeah. We'll have to talk about them. Well, but... let's say as, as much as we love to hang all sorts of crap on them, I put my initial draft team together and I think I had four Broncos in it and mm. I was disgusted. I deleted team and started again. I mean, there's just, yeah, there's some good young players in there. there. You can't, I guess, deprive them of that compliment. But on their ins and outs for this season, not, I guess, a hell of a lot has changed for them in terms of those that have come in and those that have gone out. So if you look at the out column here, Sean Fensom and Matt Gillett retiring yeah, for them. That's a big one with mm. uh, Gillett. He's sort of the, always billed as the next captain of the club. Yeah, and but I'd say injuries have derailed his career, unfortunately. Yeah, horrible neck injury that it was, and he never truly recovered no. from it. So all the best in his retirement. Uh- Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, Kihamat Shibasaki has gone to the Knights. Yeah, we'll so, just leave that better left, I said. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a first-grade experience last season. Interested to see if he kicks on. Jaden Sewer off to join Uncle Wayne. At the Rabbitohs, Sam Tangatizi didn't factor too much over his couple of seasons there. Uh, He's gone. Troy Dargan and Tana Boyd, a couple of rookies for the Bronx are gone. In terms of the ins, a uh, big one for them from the Storm, Brody Croft. Yeah. So that's obviously been a sticking point for them for a while is getting their halves right. Well, they've Haven't always needed that controlling half, and hopefully Croft can be that for them. Mm. So he comes with, obviously, big raps. Um come through that storm system and yeah he's he's got a fair bit to kick on with uh jesse arthurs interesting one from the titans there he was a, a gun up and comer there got a bit of a taste of first grade last year um played all right rumblings about 
that he's training quite well. And yeah, he's definitely and competing for that fullback in wing spot. There is. There's rumours about that he was brought in to play fullback and um, at three sixteen, three seventeen k mm. or whatever it is. It's if he gets picked as a starting fullback, he's a cheapie for you. In the Another one that got ruined by some back year back, back end, end games. Yeah. Just could have kept him out a little longer, but again, coaches need to listen. <laughs> They're just you. ruining this game. That's what right. trials are for. Uh, so Arthur's cracks side. Big one here. Surely Wilf would have started on this on its champs pod. Jordan Kahu. Kahu. Prodigal son returns he after a season. He is stoked. I know from personal chats with Wilfred, he is absolutely stoked that Kahu is back in the I think all Broncos. Yeah, team. absolutely laughing. Mm. I think his exact words were, go back to Townsville. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, boy. Yeah, huge. That did not last long. I guess he was our Ben Barber emergency pickup and yeah. Yeah, it didn't the end. guys just panicked he was fine like he didn't do the worst job you can't hang too much shit on him but uh, back at the Broncos but pretty stacked centre wing yeah having a look down I'd be surprised to see him playing yeah so definitely looks like a bit of a depth option for them there um, outside of that a couple of upgrades and some rookie signings Reese Kennedy Jordan Lee Pride Patterson some Banging names going oh, around the NRL man. these I love days. It. Kobe Hetherington. Uh, another one to round out the Broncos there. Anything else you had on your list? So, yeah, really the big no, one there. Xavier Coates was upgraded from development contracts, so he can play from round one. But the only way that's happening is if his namesake, did I say Oates or Coates? You said Coates. Okay, cool. So, other Oates, yeah. C. Oates has. <laughs> yeah a leg infection at the moment and there's a possibility yeah, it drags that. on um, through the early rounds so might be a bit of a play for Coates there mm. what price was he for you? Um, something I mean I think he I've got him here 201k so that's yeah. actually not that bad yeah. so I was thinking more he played a couple of games last season might have bumped his price up but apparently not so it could be though the Bailey Simonson of this year. Well, he could if, be. If Oates is just say, sort if of Oates a, just needs a, a one week to recover, <clears throat> then definite trap material yep. there. If that's the case, um, I was going to say possible cheapy for round one here. There, uh, up and coming possible number five here per NRL dot com. Darius Boyd. Oh. D Boyd. He's got yeah. the weight of captaincy off his shoulders now. So is he basement surely, price now? I think he's still around three hundred k mark. I don't know how. Surely he didn't actually touch any fullback or whoever running through the line. You don't get a missed tackle for just falling over. He was thinking of his super coach owners. Say what you will about Darms. He spared them the lost points there, but he looks like he's shifted from fullback to the wing, and Jermaine Asako looks like slotting in there. Only issue for me with Darms Darms is fullback 5'8 eligibility. So. Oh, geez, Teddy, Turbo, Ponga, Pappenhausen, Dubs. Dubs, yeah. Fullback is a nightmare this season. He's struggling. He's struggling. And say if um, he's going to be really fighting for a spot on your 5'8 bench too with, um, let's say, same price as Georgie Williams at Canberra. So. Mm, SJ. Tough. Very tough. Cam Munster. But you never know. Could stand out on the wing and put the ball down, you know, two or three times. Well, we? I mean... Absolutely made his name on the wing yeah. in Origin. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, actually, Milford and Inglis is not going to be playing in the <laughs> number three for the Broncos. Milford and Croft are basically Cronk and Thurston oh, yeah. giving him the ball. So Second could coming. be the exactly big year for Darts. So keep your eye on this one. Uh, round one, uh, other round one sheepies: Corey Pice, P A I X, Pace, Pace, maybe halfback only, one hundred and seventy-one k. Bit of talk around um, him as a pos- possible interchange. Utility, um, obviously, well, especially now with Joe O. Yeah, Joe O. It's fallen asleep in his car or something. Mm. I, on the in terms of off-field NRL scandals, one of the lower. one of the tamer ones, but third strike for Joe O. So he might be in a bit of strife. Mm. A slap on the wrist or something, the usual donkey treatment, but mm. couldn't sweep that one under the rug. NRL um, takes sanctions against the police for charging Bronco. <laughs> yeah, damn it. Do they not know who he is? Uh, so Corey is fighting it out with Jake Turpin and Andrew McCulloch. Yeah. The stage for the hooking and bench utility role. So, um, a lot of Broncos fans gone completely off Macca for Macca. There was even years. talks that they were shipping him out at some stage mm. or looking to. So, between him and Darius, they could have a lot of experience running around for Redcliffe or whoever it is their feeder sides are this season. But a potential, if that's the case, 171k, any sort of minutes from that sort of position, uh, gold. So yeah, if he hopefully the interesting one is the halfback. It's a bit of a shame. Half well, halfback. yeah. Unfortunately, halfback only. Oh, there you go. So they don't even have normally the five eight or uh, centre wing flexibility with him. So yeah, I mean that's where you're juggling a gun cheapy strategy there. That's so it. if you need the extra dollars, it's probably not the worst strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, any Broncos have a couple of injury concerns. As you mentioned, Corey Oates, the leg infection going a little slowly, so possible doubt for round one. Katoni Staggs is coming back from a foot injury, so he's likely to miss some of the trials. Uh, the guy who talked about the gun, Jordan Kahu, is coming yeah. back from a shoulder rico. Hopefully Another he's one. back in time. Hopefully. Wilf will be dying to see that. Jack Bird returns from his ACL, ACL. injury. So it looks like he's... Right for the trial, so he's a very, very long layoff, finally getting back on the park. Um, I guess starting on Supercoach relevant players, we'll start with him. Yeah. It's not going to be a long one, but he's 500,000, yeah. and he's only available at the centre wing. It's tough to get him, because he's a f- <clears throat> traditionally a 50 average player, um, mm. which is right around where he's priced at, and he's coming back from an ACL injury. Yeah, I mean, his, his game is all power, so it's all straight... Up and down a lot. Gut line. power? Yeah, basically. Because I think he was loading up. He was definitely bulking in that bulking. particular region last season. I don't know whether that's the case in 2020. Well, if they haven't sponsored the uh, Broncos this year, they have sponsored Supercoach and that's KFC. <laughs> oh, can't get away from so, it. Birdie, Birdie, there's your Neil's there you go. mate. Right for it. Uh, for mine, 500k, going back from his ACL, centering only, he's a no. Yep, Can't correct. see any reason to go. And he's inflated on last year. Started last year at 320, ended up at 440. Well, that's he he, he had an injured 2018 as well, mm. um, with a, a foot or something like that, and then only averaged in the yeah, 40s or something. Yeah. Came back, played about nine games last year, did his ACL. So had a bad run with injuries but hopefully mm. he can get going because he is a good player when I think on his day in his time last year dropped the ball over the I remember he had some absolute clangers so a few people good. started the year yeah, started the year with him hilarious and I think it was against the roosters or dogs he spilled an absolute sitter oh, across the line so 
Um, if he can saving money for you guys this year, perfect. Kind of like a Lockie Fitz. If he can actually catch those balls this season, then yeah, maybe he um, firms back into that super coach option he once was. But for mine, starting round one, definitely not. No. Um, one to watch. One to watch potentially. Payne Haas. Um, he's so expensive. Yeah, but he's eighty minute front rower with that game. Mm. I almost just have to lock him in. There you go. 730k. Yeah. That's a big chunk of your salary cap straight away. Um, only outpriced by Teddy. And mm. that's, I mean, no denying what he did last year was insane. As a rookie, he was too. a rookie, yeah. And, yeah, all the off season and stuff. And he only scored under year. 60 twice from his 20 games. The thing with him is he was almost just lock-in cap- captain option well, each, that's it. each week. And that's a strategy some people say they're going to go with. We haven't really yeah. had that since the Corey Parker days. No. So, yeah, he's another Bronco. Again, someone you're getting on the peak. So where does he go after the year that he had last season and the price he's at? It's hard to imagine he goes up from there. So you might be able to get him at a discount, but how much of a discount, it's hard to say. Yeah, for me, it's more, in that case, early season points. Yep. There's a few question marks around some other blokes in that front row spot. So for mine, Payne Haas is almost close to a lock. Well, if you can the save the money elsewhere, if the cheapies come through, then yeah, I agree, I'll, I'll probably lock him in too. But um, if I have to go a few more expensive options... Yeah, well, um, that's it, you sort of... You gotta, I think I'm, I'll have to sacrifice him. Uh, his front well second row partner I guess you'd call him David Fafida I reckon he's just about a lock yeah so looking at some of his stats this year he finished last year with 80 straight 80 minute 8 straight 80 a lot of 8's here 8 straight 80 minute games and averaged 68 including 2 tons across that period so scored some barnstorming tries he's got the game to do that he's 160k discount on where he was priced at last season so you saw what that l- little late run did for him in terms of his super coach output and price. So you're getting at that discount, and I'm assuming he's going to play 80 minutes. Yeah, so he's going to hold that role. You'd down. hope so. Now he that locked gone, in that 80 minutes at the end of last mm. year. I mean, he started the year averaging um, what 39. He's slow. He was slow. Kicked out of off, so it's kept his price down. Mm. Um, but if you look at the games where he averaged 80 minutes and he scored 70 points a game um, which is good for if you're looking at the um, overall averages it's ninth best for the year yeah I mean that's huge like if and you so can... yeah there's there's only way is up really mm. again it's going to hurt as an anti-Broncos man yes, putting him but, in but and, sometimes you just got to bite the bullet a feeder so it's but yeah <laughs> it's we, the name we've got to go there so yeah for mine he's, he's about a lock uh, Jermaine Asako he's tempting He's 420k. Shout out to the 420ers. Um, he should be running at Someone say KFC. <laughs> Fullback set to wing. Fullback spot. Sorry. Yeah, Get right. right. That's there. good. That's good. I'll probably be going with someone on the way home. Um, yeah, he'll be the fullback at the Broncos, unless those Jesse Arthur's rumours are true. So... Um, Again, he's another one who should only go up. He averaged 11 points less than he did in 2018. And he just had a shocker year. Yeah, he wasn't getting a lot of love out there on the edge. Well, he had 80-minute games where he scored 10 points and 12 points. Yep. And he had a 90-minute game where he scored 19 points. Yeah. That's just... I could do that. Yeah, but if you, we see him. like He went to fullback in 
some games last year. We saw him at fullback, I think, in 2018, and he was killing it from yep. there. Because he just Everyone loves running hanging the ball. out for him to be yeah. a fullback. And the goal kicking, goal kicking is a big one yep. as well. I'd suspect looking at that side, he's got that pretty much down pat. Assuming Anthony Milford's not drilling him <laughs> at training, I'm sure Wilf's got his eye out for him. So let us know, Wilf. I know Wilf is all over Milford this year. I haven't put him on my list. I can't do it. Okay. Launch into a rant. But for mine, Asako, fullback, centre wing, Jewel. It's more the centre wing that you're looking at there. If he's at fullback, yeah, great price, only ways up. Anything else on him? No. Bloody I agree Bronco, with everything though. I said. Yeah, Bronco. Um, I will talk about Milford for just a second. Sure. Um, it's that Brody Croft factor. Last time he played with an organising half in Ben Hunt, and we know how good Ben Hunt is. Um, David Everbronker, next yeah. to Darius. Well, he would be in yours. He was, <laughs> if, he, if it wasn't Thurston winning the Clyde Churchill, it was... If there is not a bronze Hunt. statue of Ben Hunt outside the front of our new stadium in Townsville by the end of the year, then you know, riots in the streets. Don't Just as much a helping hand in that premiership <laughs> as uh, JT. I digress, sorry. No, yeah, no, you're good. 2015. Um, 2015. Oh, so Good days. Uh, hang on to it, mate. As, <laughs> as a Knights fan who hasn't won since 2001. At least you've had two. Yeah. You're due. Well, he's definitely due. We've had more spoons in the last five years than we have in the premierships. Anyway. Um, yeah, Milford's only at uh, 51 average, and he had 55. But before that, he, he averaged 70, 67, 67, 65, 65. And that's what's playing with the dominant half, letting him run around. So if he can get back to that, there's, you know, there's he, he's going up. Yeah, fair enough. Theory, yeah. anyway. Yeah, I mean, he shuffled around between fullback and 5'8". He didn't quite kick on at fullback. He was definitely not a running game is not his strength anymore, no. given the weight he's put on and the way he's played at 5'8 for so many years now. But I guess if he's got a spot locked down there and he can form a combination... I just think he's... He's going to score more than 51 a game. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a few like miracle darts in the last minute and <laughs> dive over. That absolutely kills me as a non-owner, but last year was a little easier to swallow. Uh, anyone else from Broncos for you? Not of an interest, really. I mean, there's TP... Is it J anymore? TPJ. Or just TP? T- yeah. TP13. Peter Pangai. Um, he's a absolute gun but the hammies and suspensions are too much yeah. for classic like I've, I've got him in draft and he kills it but 541k yeah. dual flexibility which is handy but lost I was looking at his stats and I owned him over this period last three games in the season he lost 28 points for either sin bins penalties missed tackles yep. 28 points in three games is pretty huge and that's pushed him back down a little bit in terms of price yeah. but He's definite hothead, and yeah, you just don't know what you're going to get yeah, from him. Exactly right. So, then, yeah, yeah, he's a wait and see what kind of TPJ you get on the field. But definitely got a good super coach game, but looking elsewhere there. Um, and the only other one was um, Pat Carrigan. There was some talk that he might get the starting 13, but. Ahead of TPJ? Mm. No, well, I think the idea was TPJ would be playing on the edge and then Carrigan. But um, Alex Glenn just got named captain, so that surely shuts that down. Yeah, that's right. So imagine Glenn in his twilight years, I'll see out his spot there. I don't have anything on him, but Matt Lodge, he sort of overshot expectations last yeah, season. One he's of those kind of like punching above his weight, pun the pun. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> Which one? Uh, yeah, definitely one of those ones. He probably exceeded expectations last year. Talk of him being a captain, so he's definitely taking on a more leadership yeah, role Jesus, in this side. But 
Yeah, we'll see if he can uh, break down the door of becoming a Supercoach premium front row option, but for now, he's a no. Definitely had the game last year, but yeah, I can't go there. Hmm. All good. Well, that's enough Broncos chat for one week. Uh, That's enough to last me this season. We said we would go through this one in an absolute breeze, and we did warn you at the start of the pod to fast forward us onto 1.5. We didn't actually slow us down to 0.5 and listen to how... Uh, drunk we sound. It's always a good, good value. Put us on point five and listen to us going to sleep. We'll put you out before ten in the morning. <laughs> oh, I reckon I might. <laughs> if I didn't, couldn't stand the sound of my own voice, I'd use this bad boy. But anyway, uh, so we're almost there in terms of team. So still got, I believe, one more to go, and I think I'm catching back up with Benny G next week. So he had his debut. Uh, he'll get him back to How round you out. Can you kill it? Yeah, you did all right. Yeah. Cracked a few funnies and. Yeah, he's always a bit nervous, but... First one's um, always tough. Yeah, but he's coming in off a ranking of, like, you know, 200 last yeah, year. Yeah, he So he's coming us. in with... Uh, yeah, so I've got no right to talk down to no. him. No, well, that's it. But we talk about second-year syndrome, and this podcast is also poison chalice for those coming well, in after a big it. year. Didn't you Speak started from, up last season, and... Yep, and, yep. Um, Came in, you know... Well, you started well last year. Oh, Langy went and was oh, this guy could actually yeah. he could actually win and take this thing out. He knows his league. Uh, you certainly proved him. Bloody! Right? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if we're going to blame anyone, it's Wenin. Anyway, do. thank you again, mate. Kept you here more than long Any enough. Time. Uh, big family man too. See, I can juggle this super coach caper stuff. You guys are all getting married, got kids. It's going to happen houses. to you too. Right? It's only a matter of time. Oh, give it twelve. But at speaking years. as a dad and. All the dads out there will back me up. This is just a fantastic uh, escape from the everyday fun of children under mm. five. Everyday fun of a uh, super coach roller coaster. Yep. If you're not That's disappointed it. in your own side, it's your super coach side. Yep. But, oh, well, it's all a game. And it's a lovely change for me yelling at the uh, super coach scores than <laughs> the family. <laughs> Delightful, mate. <laughs> well, good to have you here, Lakey. We'll see a bit more of Semi on the site as we start to drop a bit more content up there. You've taken the lead, dropping some pre-season movement analysis on there, mm-hmm. so good to see. You're encouraging the rest of us to get our game in order. So be hearing and seeing a lot more of Lakey in the future. So thanks yep. again, mate. No and problem. We'll chat to you later on. Sounds good.